Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Teddy, being an entrepreneur means we are constantly looking at screens. Sometimes my eyes get so tired by the end of the day. What do you do to protect your eyes? I always wear blue blocker glasses, whether I'm working, watching a movie, or posting on social. My new favorite frames are from a female-founded company called Rebel Kin. Rebel Kin was created for dreamers who chase their goals of entrepreneurship and live a life of their own design. Rebel Kin's focus is on protecting women online from the harmful effects of blue light, and they do so in a fun and stylish way. Their lenses block the most blue light while maintaining a near-clear lens for the least amount of color distortion. Their frames are lightweight and made with premium materials to love for a lifetime. Right now, Rebelkin has a mega sale going on, and you can get any pair for 75% off at rebelkin.com. That's www.rebelkin.com. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Today on the Girl Powerful Podcast, we speak with Elle Mills, YouTuber, podcaster, and content creator. The podcast is called Crazy Stupid Fangirls. We've got to talk about a lot of things like self-worth, losing confidence and regaining it, muting the haters, and so much more. Sonia and I also took a jab at doing a this or that, our first one ever. So we hope you enjoy. It's a really fun conversation. And as always, subscribe to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today, we have Elle Mills, who's a YouTuber, content creator, and has the best podcast it's so like genuine and funny we were just like binge watching you guys like how yeah yeah like how crazy stupid fangirls is your new podcast and it's so fun because what tell us the premise behind it well hold on one second sonia likes to get on here and like if there's someone that she's known or like followed, she becomes a fangirl on here. So it's funny that you like pick up on that word. Cause somebody's like, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan to all these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, no, I mean like I'm a huge fangirl. I've always been like growing up. Um, and so, you know, I, on my channel, uh, my main channel, my content's very produced and like, you know, I, it, it, it's very like teen movie format. And so 
I kind of wanted a space to like kind of let this side of myself that I hadn't shown online before. Um, and it's a really big part of my personality, like a lot of my friends know. And so uh, I have a pal named Michelle, who's my co-host, um, kind of decided last year, like in the beginning of quarantine, I was deep diving into like old Disney Channel drama. And I was just like, I don't know, I felt like people were like really into it. I was like, this could be a fun podcast and getting guests on to just like kind of because I feel like we all have like an inner fangirl in us. Like we're all fans of something. Mm. So I think something that be, it's very relatable um, and it's something that's just fun, lighthearted, especially during these times. Like it was just like, uh, I don't know, just like a fun project for me to do. Yeah, when you were saying Sabrina Carpenter was staring at you on when you were in the oh my god Broadway, I was cracking up. <laughs> I think she's been staring at was me she this really? entire time. No, she was because she's she DM'd me after and was like, "Oh, Katie, thanks for coming." And I was like, "Oh my god, what?" Like, I, I just like because it was like so intense. Like we were fifth row, like, and both me and my friends were like, "We, I don't know if we're crazy." the fact that all three of us are feeling her eyes on us yeah were like, you like whispering like she's looking at us no but like we I was smiling I was like I feel like, like I was like I was just like nodding and like you know like good job like <laughs> that's amazing You're I love that well congrats on the new podcast yeah. and all of your success Teddy got to do a social good project with you with our girls in LA girl powerful so I was super jealous that I wasn't there, but I think you know a little bit about Girl Powerful, but we really like to support tween and teen girls in really celebrating their strengths and capabilities and being proud of who they are, because that, you know, in turn will develop your own self-worth. So what was your journey like with, you know, cultivating self-love and really being like, I'm proud of who I am? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's been like a fairly recent thing. Um, I think it's been you know, a slow journey. And I'm still like, you know, I'm still on that journey. But to, to see where I've come from, you know, maybe when I first started YouTube in 2017, it's like night and day, like, I feel like I'm a completely different person. Um, and, you know, the journey has been like a roller coaster, because in high school, I like, you know, I think I had a very fairly good high school experience. And, you know, I didn't really experience like bullying or online, like any hate at all. And I had I was surrounded by good, good people. Um, and, and then when I kind of put myself online publicly, that's kind of when I experienced that hate for the first time and my self-worth kind of like plummeted. And I felt like, you know, I was the type of person in high school to like, go up to anyone and not like think twice about it and then I became really introverted and you know insecure um kind of like the opposite um and so getting on back to that path like to who I was in high school um has been a couple years now um and you know it's been through you know reflection um talking to friends and family um you know I've done a couple therapy sessions that also have helped a lot but I'd say mostly for me it's been friends um and like open communication um because it, you know some of like the dark thoughts I have about myself isn't what others perceive of me and you know communicating that kind of like like you know count like getting like that like alternative opinion about it being like no that's not how it is you know you're just being really hard on yourself that's really helps I've been doing a lot of like self um what's it called um like 
self what's the, oh my god i'm so blanking right now like you know like self-care oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hate that, that word just slipped my mind um well, yeah, but- I, tell, I think it's interesting that you said like you were confident growing up and you were healthy and like you know you felt good and then that was like taken from you by putting yourself out there and i don't think that that's exactly you know everyone doesn't go the route of like YouTube or you know share their deepest secrets to a camera and you know broadcast that and then blow up and then blow up and then everyone has you know their little typewriter and they have you know a fake picture and they can just troll yeah like what do you think that's about what do you think the trolling is about like it's like sometimes the one person like a couple people are mean to us and it's like you don't even have a picture if you don't have a picture you don't have an opinion yeah you know if you can't put your name on here get out of here I mean to me like now I've been like I used to like not be able to look at a hate comment because it would affect me so much Mm -hmm. but now like I see them and I'm like they it doesn't affect me because I just know that they they literally have no clue who I am they like they never met me they're perceiving me from a like what a three minute clip like it's just like these people I because to me I think back to before I was on uh, online like publicly and I get it you know like you you almost your brain is unable to comprehend that these people are real people you know because you haven't met them you just see them like online and you feel like there's no effect from what my words are gonna say um and that's why I think uh, people do it because there's no they they don't they don't see the consequences of their words um but that's a really good point yeah um and also some people are just like they're they're projecting their misery right um and so I don't really take it that personally anymore um I still obviously like I they still hurt so like, I have like I don't read the comments I like keep it muted like yeah. you know just like I don't need to see other people's opinions because they don't know who I am. So I don't really care unless they know who I am <laughs> and they're, they're making judgments on like what they've like, you know, that I, it's not. Well, like, and at the end of the day, you're pretty much making contact with people you like, your family, your friends, yourself. So like, you don't need someone to chime in and like rip you guys apart because you're like, yo, that was a fun day. Like you don't get to exactly. take that. You don't get to take that experience and look at all these other millions of people that loved it. So yeah, exactly. I think that's part of it too, is just like distancing, you know, and that's what you're doing. I think you shared the other day, like in real life, you said you have like someone running your social because you don't want to really look at it anymore. No, yeah, for a while, I think a beginning quarantine, I literally had someone like I didn't go on. They I would send them things, tell them what I needed to post and do that. I've kind of worked that system where I've like kind of muted my page completely. I don't know. It's, it's like really, I, I don't, I feel weird talking about it because I could see how it could be perceived wrong. But, you know, I basically just go on and I don't see anything because everyone's muted. Yeah. And so I could just go on and post and not well, have Well, that's it. your boundary. It's your yeah. life. That's your boundary that you have to put up for yourself mm-hmm. to protect your own self. Because I would be yeah. like that. Like, I mean, we have a very small community, but if we get one negative thing or like people are like, what about the boys? Blah, blah, blah. Like mm. it will, it will mess with me for like 48 hours. Yes. And then I was like, that's, the, that's when we learned the lesson of like, but look at all the positive people who are following us and encouraging us. And that one comment, you know, I'm not going to let it ruin my day anymore. Mm-hmm. 
And that can go online or in person. You know, people are mean at the grocery store. People are driving around, flipping people off. Like, it's (laughs) like, why are you doing that? But Al, I was curious, like, since you're constantly creating, you're constantly putting out energy, like, how do you, what inspires you? And like, how do you fill your cup? And how do you fill your creative cup? Because everyone's probably asking you to create, create, create. And you want that for yourself at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because I don't, I used to like have like a set schedule where I needed to force myself to be creative. Um, but I realized because when I started YouTube, it was a very passion driven uh, thing for me. Um, I love to try to make content that's like outside the box, something I've never done before, constantly try to talk myself. Um, and so, you know, now I kind of just let it happen naturally. If I like feel excited about an idea, like, and usually they're kind of revolving around my life or like, if I'm like, hear a song, I'm like, oh my God, that would be such a great song in a video. I could see it being a montage, you know, just like, or like watching a movie. So like, just like kind of like living my life and letting the inspiration come to me is how I do it. Um, I mean, like, I feel like you're wearing like a director's hat right now. And I can, uh, <laughs> I can just kind of see your future that like, yes, you started on YouTube, but I believe that like watching your content is like, you're going to end up doing bigger and better things than just being out. You're going to write and do other people. Like you're going to take a, a seat, a back seat, I think to like the, the camera and just direct. Do you feel like that? I mean, that's the dream. I mean, I would hope I would, that's where really where I want to head. Mm-hmm. So it really means a lot that you said that without me telling you that. But yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. And like, you're a visionary. Yeah. So like hearing the songs or seeing everything. Oh my gosh. I was like crying watching your stuff because it was like, you cared. It was like, really like, there was like purpose in it. Like, it wasn't just like garbage, you know, mm-hmm. you really, yeah. are, you're <laughs> wait, you're like not wasting people's time by making them a viewer. You're like having an experience with them. Thank you. You're welcome. Teddy's a fan girl. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So I was wondering because we work with tween and teen girls and whenever we talk about like what they want to be or goal setting, they're like, I want to be famous. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like period. There's no like follow up. (laughs) I want to have my own company. I want to help people with their skin. I want to, you know, create healthy food for people. So do you have any advice about for Gen Z or, you know, Generation Alpha coming up? Like, it's fun. It's cool to be famous, but there should also be like a reason why you want to be famous. No, you know, I, yeah. That you have. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, because when I was like younger, like that, I, I grew up watching YouTube. And so I was like, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a, a successful, popular YouTuber. Um and I, for me, I guess it was like, I want to be recognized more for my work. Like I wanted to be like celebrated for my work. I don't know. Like that's just me being honest, like as a kid, like that's really what I wanted. Um, and so, but the thing is, um, because this was like my childhood dream and like achieving it, it definitely like, it's different in it. Like, cause I get here and then you're like, okay, now what, you know? So it's like important that, yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, it's nice to like, you know, like the, there's perks to you. <laughs> there are perks, but um, you know, it, it doesn't feel fulfilling if you aren't passionate about it. Like you want to like feel like there's a purpose, um, uh, because once you get there, once you get that fame, then what? You know, it's like you need to, you need to creatively fulfill yourself or whatever it is you want to do. Um, and yeah, so like I definitely think 
it's uh important to, yeah like it's cool to have like a goal to be successful but thinking about what it is your passion about. do you want to be a successful dancer do you want to be a successful actor do you want to be a successful creator influencer and just thinking about that and making sure that 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 is like the main goal over the fame because uh, i feel like you can see online like those people whose goal was fame it kind of backfires on them um in the in the long run so and they probably attract like the wrong friends and the wrong yes. agent and the yeah. wrong everything and then it's just like totally self-destructive exactly what are some of your pros of your success yeah pros i mean i've i think a big thing is the people i've met um I feel like I've I'm surrounded by people I am in awe of like that are super talented and inspire me to push myself creatively like uh, my old roommate uh Luke like I was a huge fan of his videos before we became friends and roommates um and I felt like together like because you know we're very much creatives that we're like oh don't feel inspired we kind of pushed each other and like pushed each other to do that so it's like meeting people like that has been so cool um the experiences um I feel like I've been I'm able to experience things I never would have without the success um like I don't know like I don't know just like oh I went on tour once like you know like that's cool like I've never like being in front of a I, I once like spoke at a, a, a this thing called We Day I don't know if you guys know what We Day is um it's in Canada but um it's like I'm really cool. happy <laughs> it's empowering for like middle schoolers and high schoolers and like it's like I, I like grew up in Ottawa Canada and at the stadium there or the arena there there's like it's like a 13,000 arena uh, person uh, arena um, and I watched like Taylor Swift there all these people there and I finally got to go backstage and like speak on stage to like about mental health um, so like things like that like it's such like like I would never have gotten experience that if I had. So how did you have the guts to go on that stage when a lot of your content is produced or you know behind a camera like how do you are is public speaking like just something that comes naturally? Um, I find that I I'm pretty good at talking to like big audiences but it's more like if it was like a class presentation that's where <laughs> I get kind of shaky and nervous when I could see everyone's face but like because there's so many people like it's like kind of like I don't see anyone so it's it, I've feel more comfortable with that in the classroom it's like why is that guy like twiddling his thumbs I'm giving a presentation you're like listen up (laughs) yes Brad's bored in the back yeah I thought this was interesting (laughs) yeah so before you perform or before you even turn on the camera do you practice any positive self-talk do you like ever how do you get yourself like in the right headspace yeah, I mean, I guess like when it's like just me, it's I don't really I like I feel very comfortable because I don't feel like judged. But like a lot of my content sometimes involves a lot of other people, and I'm a little nervous. Like I'm like I'm like a little insecure about it. But um, you know, it's kind of like pushing myself, being like, like you're gonna get the best content if you just be confident and feel confident, um, and just like reminding myself that and like reminding myself that you know no one's really judging me I I feel like I'm probably judging myself more than they are if they are even are you know so just reminding myself that you know it's all good just easing the anxiety um and reminding myself confidence is key 
Love that. Yeah, because people like to watch confident people. Mm -hmm. That's yes. what I found. Sometimes I get like really anxious and we have to do something and I like look like a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this huge rectangle and I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like we teach confidence and then the mm -hmm. camera comes on. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Or like the other day, Sonia like came in my room and was like, hey, I'm going to like be really confident this week and take all these news opportunities and like be excited about them instead of like go inward into a shell and be like, I don't want to do it because you like ask the universe and you ask and you work so hard for all these things to show up. So you better show up as your best self because this is like a shot you get, you know? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I loved when we were talking to the girls in person last weekend when like they were kind of sharing that same sentiment you were like no one else is really like wanting you to fail no one's like thinking about you we're all in our, our own heads constantly yeah. Did, what were what were your thoughts like leaving that segment with me and the girls and lewis oh my gosh right away i told louie like on camera i was like those girls are so emotionally mature for their age it's insane like like that it's like what you guys are doing is so good because they their emotional maturity the way they're thinking is like how I like try to encourage and like how I encourage myself and encourage my other friends at my age to think you know so I just think it's so great that they're at that age 12 are thinking like that and it's just gonna like set them up for life you know yeah what like when you do push like publish like on the internet do you like say anything? <laughs> the internet, the world wide web. But do you think like, do you say anything like, let this be awesome? Or do you have any like mantras or like something like, oh, 4 billion views? Like, do you have anything you think about? No, I, I guess no. For, no, I don't have any mantras, but I definitely like uh, more so because I was used to be so um, focused and like obsessed with it doing well, like the numbers. That now I just kind of like post and be like, it's out there, it's good. And then just don't look at it after that because I'm like, I was proud of it when I posted it. I don't, I'm not gonna let numbers, comments affect that. So, yeah, I mean, I think some like creator 101 is they're always like, post a forward facing video for 30 days and just see how many followers you're gonna get. Do yeah. you think that those <laughs> videos? do they actually track the best better than like a full production video? Like do people, have you noticed that when you're just being in your room, just talking? So you like, you mean like they, they say like post a, just like a video yeah. of you? Or just like a vlog of your a day, or, but like not like highly produced not with produced. a lot of graphics and all that. It depends on what you want. Cause that does work. You know, consistency is like key. Um, when, especially when you're first starting out. Um, so I guess I could see the benefit out of that, but like, it's like the, the question is like, is it going to fulfill you? Because right. there's a lot of people who daily vlog, like who have done it for years and they're like, I like, I can't do it anymore. You know, it's like, is it going to be sustainable? Is that what you want for yourself? Mm. So I guess that's just the question, but yeah, like consistency does help for sure. I was wondering, because one of my biggest things is a lot of the girls who come to our program will show up and they're so insecure they can't make eye contact with us mm -hmm. and I know that's a big thing with online content is like looking into the camera and people really feel connected to you by your you know looking into your own eyes yeah. have you like like do you know anything about that I mean I'm 
like in person I definitely am a I, like I could I mean depending on the day some days I'm like if I feel really confident in myself I'm making direct eye contact with you you know mm-hmm. um but you know when I feel insecure and like like not sure what to say then the nervousness shows with my eye contact but yeah with camera again with the camera I, it's so easy because it's not a real person it's just like right. a camera and it's like me talking to me um, but I definitely struggle with that in real life. So I get it. But, you know, it depends on the day. Like like the whole Gen Z culture, it's like they feel like they know you and they feel like they're like in your life. You know what I mean? But yes. then in real person, they really, some of them can't communicate or like their social cues are offered, you know, because like it's like yeah. they can be so immersed in the digital world. But then whenever you're actually in person, it actually takes work mm-hmm. to be connected uh-huh. with somebody. No, yeah, no, for sure. And like, I don't know, like, I, I definitely feel like, especially during quarantine, because we've all been so in a digital world, I feel like everyone I've talked to feels like, oh, that anxiety, that social anxiety is like stronger than ever. And um, I mean, it's been for me, like, what's been helping is like, really taking a step off my phone, like, especially when I am with people, because it's like, practicing that social those social interactions like getting used to them again so I mean it's just like like there are times where I want to go like I'm in a social interaction I'm like oh I feel really awkward and nervous I should go on my phone and you know there are a lot of people do that our it's friend, just like our friend Eddie was over here the other day and he got on his phone and he's like sorry I just did that because I was like really uncomfortable you yes. know like no, yeah, I and then there's this yeah. No, I was going to say, we both got vaccinated and then we went out like two weekends ago. Wow, yeah. we went out. We went out. <laughs> and it was like so weird because I hadn't like been out with music and like a dance floor. Yeah. And it was like the most hysterical thing because I was literally like the tin man, like so rusty, like trying to dance. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so good, was, but so weird. It was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then I was like, that was the best night ever, just because it was like yeah. a test of life again. But you know? if it was like pre-COVID life, it would have been like totally like a C minus kind of night. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, just to like keep it light, like what's one of your biggest pet peeves in life? <laughs> keep, it light. Peeves. keep it light. We're going light now. <laughs> what's your pet peeve? <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe you could go dark with the pet peeve. You decide. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh I mean okay this is like I don't know if, okay I don't say biggest but it's just like the one more most recent one Ooh. Oh, man, I don't know if I want to okay you have to <laughs> it's just because I had a conversation with my friend but I'm growing up my mom like never asked me like what I was doing like if I went out like I would like it was very free like n- like especially like past few years like I could be in a different country and my mom wouldn't know you know mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like I don't like people knowing what I'm doing and so my friend she like has a lot of questions and she's just like I guess like wants to know like so like what time is your vaccination appointment I'm like you don't need to know that though you know what I mean so I guess that's not like a big pet peeve but it's been my most recent one that I've noticed I'm like oh I didn't know that that was a pet peeve of mine people like kind of like get trying to know the like the little details of my day-to-day life careful if your phone's ever unlocked she's gonna like follow you i know yeah (laughs) your calendar to her calendar (laughs) that's funny that's the opposite of our mom she Uh like wishes she could put a tracker on us 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like Texas every day, a rundown of what we're doing. We're like, thanks. Yeah. Mom. She's like, I saw yeah. me talk to Al Mills. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Love you. You know, but so obviously one of the biggest videos you've made was the coming out story. And just because we work with girls that are, you know, all just developing and exploring and just becoming who they are. What are like some of your tips if a parent is listening? Like, I feel like kids like can find ways to maneuver, like by telling a friend or a teacher or a mentor. But I love when your mom just like hugged you in your driveway and it was just like totally like, duh, this is my mom, this is my daughter, you know? Like yeah. it was very heartwarming to see like that reaction. But like, could you give any advice for like a parent that would be a little more confused by their child coming out to them? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess my advice generally is like, like, oh, it's so tough. I guess I would, I would want to say something to the kids coming out first is that okay. don't feel pressured to come up with a label. Mm. I feel like that was like a big pressure of mine even then, like I was 18, 19 at the time. And I feel like I was like, what's the label? Like, that's like, what is it? Like, it's such like, I feel like sexuality is such a spectrum that it, there sometimes is no label. It's like, you know what I mean? Don't feel pressured to do that. And like, maybe just like acknowledging it. Yes. Like coming out. Yes. Like that's great. And like communicating like these feelings that you're having and not like bottling it up inside, I think is very important. But also I think allowing time or like, especially if they're young, like to just explore and like figure it out like you don't feel like you need to rush into it I think it's super important I really like that I, I think it's so important because I got a text the other day from a parent and she was telling me that all the girls in this in this 12 year old's grade are labeling themselves pansexual and then the mom had to go google what that is and I was like wait 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 why are why are they labeling themselves mm -hmm. like you know like and especially in a culture like LA or like a bigger city where things are you know, your childhood is on the fast track, like you're fast forwarding a little bit, like and you, accepting too. Yeah, and they're accepting. So you can be a little more free. But I, I'm just like a little curious, like where that's coming from for a 12 year old to, to feel the need to label. It's all online. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, I said, that, say that because I feel like, you know, my coming out video also contributes to that, you know, it's very much like, it's it's great I'm not like I'm just saying like I wish that that was the advice I was given to like take your time because I think I um I figured out I came to terms with my sexuality a month maybe a few weeks before I posted that video I was very impulsive and that's I guess one of my biggest regrets is how impulsive I was I'm not I don't regret say like coming out I think it's been right. the greatest experience of my life um doing so but um you know it's now I've now like over the past few years since then have am now like figuring it out like exploring it and like truly like coming to you know what I mean like it's just like taking that time it's like and it's also no one's business I me. agree with that yeah. like but you don't I... need to tell anyone what your sexuality is you right. can just live that tell your friends and family if you want you know what I mean who you need to tell um right well I think and then feel attracted to whoever you're yeah, attracted to exactly. love is love but yeah. I I do think it's confusing and I think even like in the LGBTQ plus community like someone would maybe even disagree with you and be like no you should like say who you are and you know show them like you know and like 
yeah be live out loud and I'm like yeah but at the same time privacy and like humility and being like only sharing those parts of yourself with people that matter yes. is is what really keeps you like happy you yeah, don't want to say safe and like don't over exploit yourself because well and also like going through puberty and changes and all this stuff I feel like like it's okay to change Mm -hmm. and like labeling yourself you know like early on or as a little girl like I don't know you have your whole life to grow and develop and become and to really embody who you are and so that's great advice to take your time Mm -hmm. And yeah, you have to share everything. But what about parents? <laughs> parents are complicated. Like, with parents, it's I, I guess like be open to hearing. Don't I feel like don't disregard what they're saying, especially if you feel because I had to see like being a parent and thinking they're too young to be thinking like this. They're too young to be exploring that, especially if it's like twelve. But like I think be open to hearing what they're saying. Be um, accepting like don't like like allow them to have a safe place to communicate those feelings because there it takes a lot to even bring that up um and so letting them know it's a safe place um and allowing them that freedom um I think is super important um especially because like growing up I felt like I couldn't say it like I I felt because there would be little comments here and there um that made me feel like I could not come out like that um which is I was very nervous to come out so again I think for parents it's just important to create that safe place for your kids um so yeah it's gorgeous do we do a little fun this or that we have this or that we've never done anything like this we're not youtubers so wait for these this or that all you're gonna be like well that was (laughs) are you ready I'm ready don't judge us (laughs) We're going to go every other, okay? Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Mac and cheese or mashed potatoes? Mac and cheese. Starburst or Snickers? Snickers. Journaling or working out? Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh, I don't know. I'm doing both right now. Um, okay. I, will, uh, I will go with working out. Calling or texting? Mm, depends on the person but I'll go with calling FaceTime I love FaceTimes me too Metro or Uber Uber (laughs) (laughs) we were like like giggling about that I'm like she's not gonna say Metro personality or looks um personality for sure would you rather shop for a cause or volunteer in person Wait, what's the first one? Like shop for a cause, like, you know, like buy this and you get 50% of the proceeds go to this charity or like shop for a cause. Volunteer person. Volunteer. Let's see. Fans or friends? Fans or what? Friends. Oh, friends. And you're like (laughs) fans that become friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Last one. Amazon or grocery store? Amazon. Uh, (laughs) So quick. Well, tell us a little bit about your favorite episode on the Crazy Stupid Fangirls podcast. Oh, okay. My favorite episode. I really, 
I really enjoyed the first one with my friends Weston and Kaylin because uh, we got this Disney Channel star um, that they had talked about and had this like ongoing thing online with to surprise them. So getting that surprise reaction was super fun. Uh, so that's definitely my favorite so far. But honestly, every episode that we do, I'm like, this is my new favorite. This is my new favorite. So it's that's, really awesome. fun. that's how we are. Yeah. Every yeah. week we're like, this is amazing. This is the best girl power yes. podcast to, the, to everyone. They're probably like, can you guys get a new line? No. This is <laughs> All right, so we're wrapping up. I'm going to pull a Girl Powerful card for you. Yes. So it says, I am unstoppable. What are two goals you you will work hard to accomplish? Two goals worked hard to accomplish. Um, I mean, a practical goal. I just did my... Okay, I have have so, so much anxiety about driving, but I yesterday finally did my written test. So I all, I'm all i working hard to practice and finally get my license. Um, so that's one of the goals. And my you second one- You not have a license in LA. That's oh, just- I know. Trust me. <laughs> that's I realized that. That's why I went to the DMV yesterday. I was like, I got to do this. Well, and and at the beach when we met, you're like, I've never been over here. I'm like, what? Yeah, but now I know. You don't have a car yet. No, I'm going to get one. Yeah, and you're <laughs> going to just ride around. Yes, no, I'm very excited. Um, and my second goal, um, it is, it's with, it's regard, regards to like self-worth and self-confidence. And I feel like I'm on the track there. It's just keeping up that good mentality that I'm in right now and making sure, because I know I'm going to have a bad day, but making sure I pick myself back up and keep going. Um, another goal it's so important for everyone to know that it takes hard work and it doesn't stop working on yourself and loving yourself is literally a work in progress until the day you die Mm -hmm. Uh so I you know it's like you can do you know journaling like you just said like you can have a bad day but it's got to take work to get back on the horse and keep going yeah the last question we always ask every guest what makes you feel the most alive um, new experiences, mm-hmm. um, putting myself in like, like, you know what I mean? Like an experience that I maybe was uncomfortable with before. So, or like, um, just like allowing myself to experience life and from a new perspective. That makes me feel. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like the newness, but then the perspective that comes with it. Yes. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I did make a new affirmation bracelet that says more living. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Coming out of the pandemic, it's like, I don't need to be on Instagram. Right? You know, I want to oh, go to hot springs and go hiking and just yes. create Live more. Yeah, better experiences. Well, yeah. where can people find you and what are they going to be seeing from you in the next couple months? Yeah, I mean, you can find me on YouTube.com slash L the Mills. Uh, if you just look up L Mills on all social medias. Uh, oh, you're famous. I'm so famous. You just write one. You put E in Google and it shows me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also you can uh, find my podcast um, on all podcast platforms. Uh, but on YouTube, it's uh, Crazy Stupid Fangirls. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, thank you so much and thanks for being open and honest that's what everyone is drawn to in you and obviously your creativity and we can't wait to cheer you on and see you in that director's chair soon <laughs> thanks to our guest for more information on her see the show notes please hit subscribe if you have not already that way a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week